0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 25. Yes, I remember this time, 25 of Stuck in the Central Hockey Talk podcast. Water I'm, century. Your, I'm your classic host, uh, Avs Rich. I'm joined with Hawks Tim and Wild Tim. Um, you guys could say hello. What's up? Howdy. Um, I don't know what's up. I'm trying to think. Of, oh, I actually have some fun questions for you guys.
1: Yes, and I have one, too, for the two of you. Do you want to start off? Uh, It's up to you. If you want me to, I can start us off real quick, okay? Now, gentlemen, we all know who uh, Eric Desjardins is, right? Sure, yeah. Eric Desjardins, I would argue one of the more underrated uh, defenders of the uh, 90s, at least. Um, Very good player. Can you name me, because he only has one, can you name the one and only record that Eric Desjardins actually owns by himself in NHL history? Um, I'll give you a hint. I'll give you a hint because it's oddly specific. It does have to do with the playoffs. Most Most,
2: most shots blocked in the playoffs, but shots blocked with the face.
1: <laughs> oh, interesting. Um, most, for uh... whatever reason, I think of shots blocked. I think of uh Pavel Kubina yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. or uh Thomas Holmstrom. Yeah,
1: that too. Oh God!
2: Did you know, know that Holmstrom didn't have like this section? We might have talked about this in the pad or on pod before, but he didn't have like this—the whole middle section of his shoulder pads. He just wore the cap.
1: I'm so, not surprised.
2: Yeah, so I'm he's blocking shots with like his bare chest.
0: Um, most, most you want to give on, you Most
1: one? time on ice
0: for the playoffs. Let, let me give you another hand. For let me time. give you
1: another hand. It's the only other one you get. It's not most anything. It's not most anything. He is the only person to do this particular thing. Oh, okay. And it is a playoff one.
0: And it's not a most. Nope. I mean, is it a fewest?
1: It happened in 1993. And it's not a fewest. He's the only person to do this particular thing.
0: Oh, uh, own goal? Nope. 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 Okay. Uh,
1: All right. I'm going to give it one more try. Uh, Timmy, you got anything marinating a little bit at all? I'm out. Okay. Richard, you got anything for us? Uh, I'm out. All right. So if you will all recall, 1993 is the last time that a Canadian team – and amply it was the Montreal Canadians won the Stanley cup. So last right. time a Canadian team ever won a cup. All right. Yeah. In game two of the 1993 Stanley cup finals, Eric Desjardins played the hero of game two after the LA Kings took game one against the Canadians. That was the year that the, that the, the Canadians went like 10 or 11 and 0 in uh, overtime in the playoffs, just something absurd, just an absolutely absurd record in overtime. Eric Desjardins is the first and to date the only man in NHL history at the defenseman position to score a hat trick in a Stanley Cup final game.
2: Oh wow.
0: Interesting. I wouldn't have yeah. guessed that.
1: Yep. And I remember that I remember that game really well. I remember that that overtime goalie scored to win the game. Because that's been a Bob Cole's like best announcing moments ever. How old were you at that time? Um June. Third nineteen ninety three shit. I, I would I would have been three years old a um, month later. <laughs> so yeah. Okay. So is I, I like those funny little records in NHL history. That's a fun one. So Richard, that is a fun one. To you, what what do you got for us? Okay, I actually have two. Uh, I have multiple
0: questions. Um, yes. Some of them are kind of fun. Others are, basically they're both aimed at Blackhawks and Wild uh, questions. So I'll start off with Blackhawks. Lovely. Um Hawks Tim, who was the first goalie yeah. in the NHL to begin a season 10 and0 to the Blackhawks?
1: Is Tony Esposito too easy? It's not that. It's no. not Tony Esposito huh.
2: Interesting.
1: I don't think it's Ed Belfour, so I don't uh, He 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 was he was a great goalie it's but he kinda
0: a, had it's a known name but it's no uh, it's no like a uh, Hall of Famer.
2: So I, oh, I okay. Know it's, okay. Well first off So it's not uh, Glenn Hall. It's no, not Glenn Hall. I was Hall. about to say yeah, it is a Glenn Hall. Okay, okay. Um it can't be uh Korth Crow because uh he would have done that, but then the the wild mm-hmm. decided uh, in OT – Nope, we ain't, we ain't we ain't gonna let you keep your record.
1: So you're not saying ten games in a row. You're just saying his personal record to start the season was ten and zero. Oh, that could um, bro. Oh my god! It, like I'm I'm going back to the 2013 season now, and I'm trying to remember now. Did Ray Emery as the backup go ten and zero to start that year? It was Ray Emery. He would finish the yes. season seventeen one and zero.
2: Pretty crazy. crazy. Ray Emery.
1: And that uh, was the lockout season? Could you repeat that? Was that the lockout year, 2012-13? Wow. That was yeah. the only other one that made sense. Because yeah. The only other guess I really had was someone like Jocelyn Tebow, maybe, but, you know, that was never going to be the case. Bobby Mullen or something. Um, yeah, would but...
2: You're not giving Cristobal no. Huey the yeah, rest of
1: Oh, I'm not going to give Cristobal Huey the <laughs> respect he probably deserves either. Mar- Marty Turco, late Marty Turco. Yeah, once upon a time for, for about a season and a half, yes. All right, now I'll go
0: to Wild Tim. Uh, yes. What was Mikael Granlin's nickname in Minnesota? Bruce. Bruce, that's correct. Do you know why?
2: I do know why. So uh, basically everyone uh, called – Parise Brinks, like the Brinks truck, Yeah, yep. Uh, like the money trucks, because he he got uh, paid a lot of money, and then, uh, but he, Granlin not being from America, not speaking English as a first language, he didn't really understand them, so he thought everyone was calling Parise Bruce, so one day, he just went up to Zach Parise, and he's like, hey, what's up, Bruce? And then, he's like, <laughs> what are you, I, my name's not Bruce, like, what <laughs> Everyone just started. Well, he, just, him well, him.
1: he just got that name because he said someone else's nickname wrong. Yeah, yeah. But so then they started kind calling of funny. him Root. It's like that. Kind uh,
2: of
0: funny. Um, shoot. Who the um? Shit. Forget it. I'll it'll come to me later. All right. All
2: oh, right. We're
0: talking
2: about Darcy Kemper, how he didn't know his team. No,
0: time. no, no. That's that's another that's uh, another topic. Um, <laughs> back to the Blackhawks. Oh yes. Uh, in 2012, 2013 who had nine goals in 48 regular season games, then had nine goals in 23
1: playoff games. I already know the fucking answer, and I hate you for giving me this fucking question. Could I? I, Excuse me? Is it Brian Bickle? Okay, it is
0: Brian Bickle. I Um, hate you
1: for giving me that question.
0: The rest of his career, he would only have 11 playoff goals in 52 games. Yes, I know. Um, But that's pretty interesting, so.
1: Yes, I know. Four four million dollars over over four uh, four million per for four years just fucked us. All
2: right, Thanks I for got, helping me. I'm
0: sorry about that. Sorry. Thanks um, for helping me.
2: Really. All
0: right, back to <laughs> Wild Tim. What was Nino Niederreiter's job before going to the NHL? Wasn't he
2: a odd. stick
1: boy? Uh no.
2: Okay, I I, I don't know this. Was it a job he had
1: in Sweden yeah, or not Sweden? In Switzerland?
2: Yeah. Uh I don't know, was he like a, a ball boy for tennis?
0: No, it's actually a little bit crazier than that. He was a, he was a plumber in Switzerland.
2: Oh no way. I, actually, I didn't no know way. That.
0: that's awesome. See, this is why you guys awesome. have me. I, I look into the facts and find out some I, uh, interesting
2: I watched stuff. uh that game, that Hawks game on Friday where uh, Carolina wore the Whalers uniform. Yeah. And uh <laughs> you know rider. Two goals. Two goals.
0: Pretty good. He's a beauty, he is um, a beauty.
2: I love
0: Nino. You guys both want to get an extra one?
2: Extra fun. Uh, sure. Throw a little something,
0: Okay, this one's actually pretty nuts. Uh, what two Hall of Fame players were born on the same day, only a few miles apart?
1: Canadians, I'm assuming. Sure. Sure. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> um, born on the same day. Wow. A few miles apart. And just a few miles apart. So they are already in the Hall of Fame.
2: Yep. Oh, well, there there goes my answer. I was going to say Vic Rask, but he's not in there yet.
1: Yeah, right. (laughs) Is one of them Eric Lindros? Mm, No, no. Okay. How far back are we talking here? Uh, They were born in 1955. So not oh fuck! Okay. Oh Jesus! Okay, so what? Gretz and Mark Messier? No, no.
2: I'm going uh, um, Robert or and uh, I can't. I can't. Uh, uh, no, I don't no, Bob.
1: Because Bobby yours. Bobby yours uh, generation happened in this in the uh, late sixties to seventies. So yeah, he was too yeah, young was, at that.
2: Yeah. yeah.
1: Um. I'm trying to think of someone who was who came into the league around 75 76 and then just dominated through the rest of that time period. Um
2: was it Bobby Clark
1: too young little little too young that would have been I think. Um Man, that's a good one.
0: Two, these are two big names too. It's actually pretty two crazy. Very big names. With, yeah, two big Hall of Fame names. So they're they would probably be in their Um, what, like, they're, they're older gentlemen, but they're not like nursing home old.
2: Um,
1: how, uh, how about, is one of them Lanny McDonald? No. All right. One more guess, guys. God damn it. Um,
0: both born on the same day, few miles apart in 19- Same day, same year? Same day, same year in 1955, October 5th (laughs) to be exact.
1: I I, I want to ask you what teams, but that, that gives away probably a little too uh,
2: much. I don't know. Is Mark Messier one of the players?
1: No.
0: So one player, he only played for one team. and The other played for a couple.
1: Okay. For a couple. What was the one team player – or, like, what was the one team that the one player played for?
0: I mean – is that? Uh, okay. All right
1: all right all right, all right. all right. all right. All right. Don't, don't tell me. Don't tell me.
0: Um, last, last guess. Just, you guys already named
1: guys and of me. them, were right? Is one of the, is one of them uh, Mike Bossy? No. Oh, God. I was going to say like Brian Trottier and... Uh, no, it's, it's a lot easier. It's a lot easier.
0: <laughs> um, I'm just going to tell you guys. So... Oh. I right, won't well, throw another name in. The...
2: No, 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 no. It doesn't make sense. It doesn't okay. make sense. I was like uh, Is a question.
0: But... The, the two Hall of Famers that were born on the same day a few miles apart were Mario
1: Lemieux and Patrick Wall. Oh shit. Wait. Hold oh, wait, hold on. Did you say born in 1955? Yeah. There's no fucking way that Mario Lemieux was born in 1955. Great. Now I got to fucking look. Yeah, now, dude, if you would have, you know what?
2: Playing in the 90s. Like.
1: Tim, Tim, you know what he did? He freaking pulled the veil over us. He should have said 1965. It's yeah. 65. I'm
2: You're sorry, guys. I'm liar.
0: I was writing these down so fast. You liar. <laughs> I'm not a liar.
1: I fucked messed us. up. Fucked us. Yeah. Um, and then we would, have, we would have had all the big names in the 80s to choose from.
0: Yeah, I fucked up. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> um, this is going to be great. This is going to be a great show. Yep. So both 1965, October 5th, 55 years old. That's actually, that's, I never knew that. That's pretty crazy though. Yeah. I mean, pretty good, Uh, pretty good players. Um, yeah. Pretty good players. So let's start us off. Um,
1: Lake Tahoe. Yeah, man. How, how majestic was that? That was, they could not have had a better setup and layout for that whole thing. I mean, the weather, uh, notwithstanding, everything in my opinion was so picturesque and wonderfully run for that. I, yeah. I loved
2: it. It was beautiful. Uh, my only gripe, my only concern, um, I, I wish that it was like just like a random exhibition game that wasn't played for points, and they could put out like not necessarily the best players if they don't want to risk their health. Because like after that first period in the Colorado Vegas game, they had to shut it down because the ice was all melty and stuff. I gotta say, one of the most fun times I ever had playing hockey was like playing outdoors and like on an outdoor rink. And for sure, it was like super melty, and there was like an inch of water, and you're skating and like, yeah. like, like water shooting out behind you. I had so much fun doing that. So, seeing like NHL players play in that kind of condition, that would be kind of neat uh but i understand they don't want players getting injured they don't want points on the line over bad ice conditions and stuff but uh i think it would have been really fun to see let let them play out there a little bit let them play in the
0: mushy yeah. and it's i good. know uh i know both teams said that they kind of wanted to continue to play they were ready to play regardless but i think uh the referees were falling all over so they just started. yeah
1: no that's that was one of the big things that uh nbc made a big point of like pointing out all yeah. the replays have a lot of referees just eating shit, basically.
0: And it's like the, um, also like the altitude over there is uh, when, when the sun's out, like it will make a really cold day feel like it's, you know, summertime when the sun's born. Oh, yeah.
1: I mean, the, you know how high up Lake Tahoe is? The elevation yeah. there is freaking 10,000 feet in the air. So we're yeah. above sea level, I should say. See, so how do, I'm not, not,
2: how do they not think maybe playing a game at like, 2 p.m. Uh, it might
1: get sunny. I know. At least, at least play it at like 5 eight, like 5 p.m. when it's, yeah. you know, the sun's starting to go down at least. Like
2: how, how
0: could yeah. they have not seen that? In, like that, I don't know. It's, I mean, it's, it's also the NHL, so it's not yeah. surprising. But uh, when, they,
1: when they played at the Air Force Academy last year, was that played at night or is that it was during? Evening. It was in the evening. And that was pretty damn cool. I thought that was pretty cool.
2: It was not yeah, cool. cool. Was I mean that it wasn't cool the fans that yeah. were like, stalking.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah I think like a guy miles... ended up jumping off a bridge too. And so yeah. Some crazy shit happened. But uh yeah, there was like <laughs> one entrance to get in and
2: they had to go through like miles of mud to get in. Yeah. At, like like once oh, minute.
0: So yeah, that was a nightmare. But um yeah, I think all in all, uh I think they the only reason why I think they did it earlier is just so you could see like the background the entire time because when they did it at nighttime, you couldn't see anything outside, which just it doesn't really bother me. But it I was mean, pretty cool. also but,
2: another criticism I had: why the fuck, why the fuck did both Boston and Philadelphia wear dark uniforms? I mean, oh, I, know, I know, yeah, I
0: saw that. Um, I well, know. I mean,
1: between between the yellow and the uh, what was it? What was uh, yeah. Philly Philly's reverse retro again? Is it black or is it orange? No, it's orange. orange.
2: It has like black shoulders, but it's still
1: yeah. orange. Black, so basically orange against yellow.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I should have had in a way.
1: Yeah, I mean, yeah, probably. Yeah.
0: Um, it that was pretty reason. cool though. Uh, I'll
1: say this though, in its favor, the one thing I will say, this will probably go down as the most idealistic, picturesque, uh, outdoor game we've ever had oh yeah yeah it was it was well, really just cool. from the aesthetic yeah. perspective this was the most beautifully set up uh outdoor series they've ever had yeah this was really cool that and i really cool. do wish that they uh didn't have the weather problems but hell for for what you got out of it is there really are you doing really any complaining right now no. not really no. come on it was a great time the players i know had a lot of fun with it did you see the david Posternak thing uh the modern game was over. Yeah, with his glasses on and everything. <laughs> Talking about how he was how he was, you know, doing the grilling and you know, oh you guys pulled me away, so now I gotta go check and see that nothing that I didn't burn nothing. He's giving a good laugh and everything. He's just screwing around and everything. They all had a great time with it, you know. That's yeah, that's yeah. the most. I, yeah, what I, I would
2: I would take a take a bet that uh Pastor Jack may have had a couple one two pops in him before
1: that game. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> probably. <laughs> And as uh, for the Avs, I'm pretty sure the Avs would love to play the the Golden Knights outdoors every single time now, right, Rich?
0: Yeah, I guess so. I mean, if you uh, split it for like eight hours in between. Um, Also, uh, the players said that they really did enjoy it. It was kind of like changing things up, you know, not sitting in a hotel room most of the day. And uh, they didn't have the pressure of like having their families have to go, you know, go out to the game what, and all what that What were they doing
1: between the delay were they staying at that outhouse, or did they actually go back to the they, uh, hotel they
0: went back to the hotel i think a lot of them went to bed or something so okay all right yeah but uh all in all it's pretty awesome i hope they i hope they continue to do this in the future but uh you should
1: make Lake tahoe a series that or you know awesome. lake placid
0: I mean, I don't see a problem with having the Winter Classic and then having like a Lake Tahoe or something else with no. Yeah, Lake Tahoe. Like,
1: series. That would be so cool to yeah. keep doing it.
0: Today. Yeah, it would be really cool.
1: So I um, know people really think it like there being a distinct home team, but that was just so worth the atmosphere. It, it it, really you can't was. not do that again in the future. I agree. It was it was awesome. Especially um,
2: like you don't need fans
1: to do it. No, yeah, you don't need fans really there. What's mo- what is what is more old time hockey like as a kid than no fans just you in the rink?
0: Yeah, it really they really um, captured the whole environment, and I it took them you know only like a couple months to prepare for this too. So credit to I guess uh, credit to the NHL when um, you know it ended up being pretty cool. But,
1: loved every. Um,
0: what else do we got to talk about? Do you guys, uh, do you guys have any things to bring up? I have some stuff to bring up.
1: One real quick thing. Um, sure. since we talked to you before we started the pod, um, wishing best wish or giving up best wishes to, uh, Tiger Woods. He was oh, involved yeah. in a nasty car crash. Uh, they had to get him out with the jaws of life from oh, what, yeah. uh, we saw. and, uh, we're just, we're, you know, just well wishes. Hope he's doing okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, just want to make a brief note of that. But other than that, um, the one big thing that I think we want to talk about probably is the, uh, uh, what's the, it's, it's all of a sudden slipping my mind. What the hell were we talking about? The, Oh, I know we don't like to get too political on this show. Oh, no. Okay. But uh, I'm not, I'm not going to, the only reason why I say that is because th- there's, there's some political undertones to this, to this story. Um, as we saw yesterday, the uh, news came out of New York oh, yeah. about Artemi Panarin Oh yeah, okay. and the controversy surrounding um, allegations that he uh, physically abused an 18-year-old, was it, yeah. back in 2012 when he was playing for uh, Nasridov or something like that? Yeah. I think that's the team, something like that. Um, and when it was found out, he was traded almost immediately. After the incident in a bar, in, in a bar, he supposedly um, did a uh, made a, a forty thousand dollar hush payment or something like that um, to make it go away. These are the allegations as we've seen them so far. Um, Panarin uh, obviously denies this allegation. Now, again, why I wanted to mention the whole political thing, as we've seen over the last few months. Traditionally, Russian players do not speak out about politics, much less about the presidency in that no, no, country. No, no.
2: They they actually do. I saw I've seen a lot of Russian players post and.
1: In- Let's put it this way: they don't they don't do what Panarin did.
2: Well, yeah, no, no, no. They so Ovechkin is like very vocal in his support of Putin, and like a lot of the Russian players, they post a lot of pro Putin stuff on social media. And
1: okay, that's and, not- and that's what I'm saying. Yes, so. Panarin is going the opposite direction. He is fully for the opposition right now yeah and between what he's said in the last month or two for for support of the opposition and the timing of this uh has had more than a few huh it's kind of convenient isn't it I mean, now if i'm it, not trying is, to say okay. that's
2: so i i have two things i'm not trying to it. say
1: that's the only reason i'm just yeah. saying so that's one new big york, thing that everybody's been saying
2: the new york rangers immediately put out a statement saying that they believe all of this is false that they believe that this is on un- like not based in truth and reality so if the new york rangers as an organization are putting their neck out there like that and they're you i think if if he was actually guilty of it and they thought there was even a possibility that he was guilty they would say we're assessing the situation we don't like yeah. they literally straight up said we don't believe that this is true they came out in full support of Artemi. So, uh, a major sports franchise to come out and do something like that, they have to know, they know more than the regular people. And also, I mean, like, I mean, just not to get political, but one thing is just this is right out of Putin's playbook.
1: This is. Oh, absolutely, it is. This is and far that's from, one far from thing I the to... first
2: time that Vladimir Putin has done something like
1: this. So. Uh, dude, I'm, I seriously, if I were if I were Artemi Panarin, like, just purely. Uh, based on, like, hey, I'm taking a leave for a second right now. Uh, dude also, better make sure he... To... I'll be right back. That um, dude better make sure... Panarin better make sure that he has everything he touches, eats, drinks tested, so that Putin doesn't try to fucking poison him. Yeah, well,
0: here's another thing. There's no There's no girl. I mean, there's no, 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 no. there's no name, there's no... Um, because
1: who who raised the allegations? It was the coach himself,
0: yeah. It was that, the coach of the team, right? yeah. Okay. I forget the guy's name, yeah. But, um, trying to think what else, yeah. I mean, it's pretty it's pretty crazy stuff, though.
1: So, this is just one of those things, you know, it's the biggest story going on right now that's like has some he, uh, story.
0: he's he's stepped away, right? He's not going to be playing, yeah. But.
1: He stepped away, he's taking up, he's feeling out what this situation actually is and what's going to come of it. And in all honesty, I mean, he's got to get his head right in this situation, I think. Sure, yeah. So, what if, um,
0: what if there? I just wonder, I'm trying to like play it through. Like, what if there is like a girl that comes out and says it's
1: true? The stance that we on this podcast will take is we're taking it as the information comes in. Yeah. This is the allegation made. This is what the other side said. Mm. We don't know what the conclusive you know answer is right now all we can say is this is this is the facts as they've been presented so as of now there's no con I don't think there's any concrete proof of what Panarin did or if there is actually anything that he did in the first place but that can change today tomorrow in a week in a month so yeah, of course. That, that's a, that's going to be a story that evolves over time and you know I truly hope that Panarin had nothing to do with what they're accusing him of. Mm -hmm. But if evidence does come out that something happened, punish him appropriately. That's fine. Okay. Well, it's
0: like, like, it reminds me of a bit of like the Varlamov case back in 2012, 13, where um, his his girlfriend, or ex at the time, accused him of like a... uh, like abuse and stuff like that. Right. And basically it was found out that none of it was real, but he had to go through like court, like half the season. And, and yeah, uh,
2: that, that's like what really sucks for Panarin in the Rangers. Like he's, he's on a leave of absence right now. He's yeah. Trying to well, it the
1: let's put it in these, in these kind of, in this kind of context as well to kind of compare it at least to situations that have happened. Cause this is not the first time something like this has happened to an NHL player, obviously, um, one of the more recent ones that we saw was Austin Watson, in, when he was in Nashville, he was ac- he was accused of you know abusing his girlfriend. Now, if I remember correctly, there were reports that his girlfriend actually said, "No, no, no, it was we got in a confrontation. It was just as much my responsibility." Yeah.
2: Okay, that, that's, basically, that's basically it. So like, <laughs> yeah. uh,
1: but the big one, yeah, the big one though that takes precedence in this case. For Panarin, everybody remember what happened with Slava Voinov. Yeah, yeah. yeah an and this one. is where I'm a little nervous for Artemi Panarin. If it comes out and there is a person, like we were talking about, Rich, that can put some kind of evidence to this claim, Panarin may not only be uh, taken out of the NHL. He might get deported back to Russia. And yeah. then who the hell knows what's going to happen because he's speaking out against Putin. <laughs> yeah, that would be good. See, the de- the de- I don't de- want to put on a tinfoil hat, but that's what I'm saying.
2: I think the big difference between this Watson and the, the, the Watson and this Panarin thing uh, is, one, I mean, like, Watson Watson definitely did it. It's just that his girlfriend was also hitting him, basically. Like, yeah, it
0: was, like, both on camera. They're, like, beating yeah, they're, shit they're out of each
2: other. Gas, <laughs> they're at a gas station. And right. They're, that, they're and so there, and happened, yeah. they, like, get out of the car, and they're, like, fist fighting <laughs> yeah. and like but it's like it's like both of them um it's crazy it yeah it doesn't make it okay you shouldn't be drunk driving and then yeah, a fist fight. yeah. Uh, but uh with panarin as far as i know there's no video or anything of this and you would think this is like in a public place where this supposedly happened you would think that they if this did happen there's a good chance there would be footage of it
1: yeah. right yeah
0: yep and uh so also, i mean here's the thing no there's no girl coming forward the rangers are backing him up he's taking time off he in my mind he is innocent until proven guilty there's nothing there's, this is only yeah, that's, how, that's
1: how it works in this country so yeah, yes and,
0: absolutely and let's just thank god thank god it happens like that but um yeah so any more thoughts on this uh on this crazy incident
1: I, I'm I'm just, you know, again, former Blackhawk. I'm I'm wishing the absolute best for him. I hope everything goes the way he claims it did. Mm-hmm. Um, but this yeah, is a story I, that we're gonna have to pay attention to um very closely, though. I, I'm not
2: so, I'm not scared for Artemi too much. I'm scared for his family. Yeah, uh, Yeah.
1: And again, the, the political side of this thing too, man, like this is this is Putin. This is Putin Putin's playbook right here. Putin playbook. Yeah. Well, I mean, Hey, he's done this to people before, and it's kind of a scary thing. And I know Panarin's, you know, got this organization around, but you're right. Family, man, family's the big issue here now. So of course, um, just praying everything goes off without a hitch for him.
0: So I guess I'll uh, we'll move uh, to the, one of their neighbors, uh, the Rangers neighbors, um, probably not any more good news, but uh, the Buffalo Sabres, uh,
1: Oof. What's uh? What's going on? It's
2: it's Buffalo. It's the it's, it's the Buffalo Fever.
1: It's the same old, same old, just taking shape again. Yeah, but
2: we can't.
0: We're gonna be. It's gonna be 2038, and we're gonna still be saying this.
2: They're gonna be like, oh, maybe in, in like two years, they're gonna be competing for a playoff spot. I mean, uh, so
1: yeah. what's the best coach they can possibly get that uh, ties they, this team together a little bit?
2: I'm I'm starting to become convinced. They could bring in the best players, uh, the best coaching staff, the best management, and they'll, it'll still fall apart. I, I don't...
0: They still won't find ways. It's not, um, it's not a ridiculous really thing to claim. So, the first thing we got to address is Jeff Skinner has been healthy scratched. Um, he's making $9 million, I think, for the next six <laughs> seven years. That is, uh, that's got to be right now
1: the worst contract in the NHL.
2: Not, not even a debate. Glenn.
1: Yeah. No, it's not. Not right now. Not right now. It's not. And well, by the way, they have two of the worst contracts in hockey right now. That one and Okposo. So yeah, that's a tough
2: one too, dude. Uh, I, the mean, thing I mean, Okposo o- 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 was a good player until the Buffalo Sabres literally almost killed him. Like, oh. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Like he almost died. He almost died. Not yeah. enough to talk about that. So it's like uh, I the Buffalo Sabres, what a, what an absolute mess. Like,
0: yeah, it's a, it's a mess over there. Um, some more news from that, uh, Sabres team, Jake McCabe. And, uh, I don't know if you guys have heard of a Will Borgan, but I guess he's been playing. They both will be missing the rest of the season.
1: Mm. A- uh, good. not good.
0: And then, uh, a recent news from, uh, uh, 31 thoughts is, uh, Brandon Montour is UFA and is uh, available at the moment. So okay, well, any more thoughts on the say the same old Sabers? Is
1: Jack Eichel really staying
0: forever? How long is Taylor Hall going to be there?
2: Taylor?
1: No, he's, he's, he's gone at the end of this year. He's just pre, he, he's just having a a gap year so he can maintain his value as long as he keeps on putting up statistics. Taylor Hall's going somewhere for a payday finally.
2: And I also think he's gonna be—he's gonna be moved at the deadline to a contender
1: again. Yeah, sure, 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 and that for would be like the that, smart
0: thing. for like a first or something.
1: Ooh, and that also brings me to uh, our next team. Actually, once we're done with this one,
0: all right, let's go to our next team.
1: Um, since since we brought up, hey, Taylor Hall could be moved at the deadline, and uh, you know how long Jack Eichel sticks around. Nashville Predators.
0: That's funny. They're next on my list as well. Yep. They will be sellers this year, will they not? And they will be sellers. Uh, the only two untouchables are Yossi and Ellis, and the other kind of untouchables but are available are uh, Fabro and Forsberg and also Rene. I
1: hear
2: I hear. Ekholm was, like, being shot.
1: Oh, at, that, and that's what I was going to say. Ekholm, somebody's got to take a shot at Ekholm. He's still a great good defensive uh, defender. Really good. Uh, how Jerry, about Shane? No. <laughs> Because he signed that big contract. Nobody wants that contract.
2: Wasn't Ek- Ekholm the rumor to be the original return for the Duchesne deal? Yeah. Yeah. You know?
0: There was a few names. There was Ekholm. Uh, there was uh, – uh, You mean
1: when he when he first got traded from the Avalanche?
0: Yeah. Yeah, he was supposed oh, to go for Ekholm. Jesus. Yeah, which oh, has been tough.
1: Thank things. God you guys didn't take that trade.
0: <laughs> yeah, then there was like the Duchesne or Landis guy for like Brandon Carlo talk. Thank God. Um, yeah, so Nashville is really struggling right now. They don't seem to find any offense, and their goaltending has been pretty questionable. Uh, Pecorino actually hasn't been too bad, but uh, and he he's actually not on a horrible contract. I think he's got two more years left at like three or four million, which but they can like- probably retain. Yeah. So um, I don't know. It's just it's going to be really interesting to see what they do moving forward. But I don't know if you guys are going to be expensive.
1: I don't know if you guys had the same impression from the World Juniors as I did watching Russia. Did Askarov really look like he was that uh, big a deal in the World Juniors?
0: He was pretty bad. He was bad, but he's also pretty young, too. It's going to take him like four or five years.
1: Well, that's that's the long-term answer for uh, Nashville right now. Well, so. that's why
0: goalies are so uh, – Oh, God, they're so hard to get. They're so, they're so inny, But I think go. with all the hype behind him, they're like, hey, if he's good at this age, he'll probably be pretty good by the time he's, you know, 18, 19, 20, you know.
1: Here's hoping. Spencer Knight's the only goaltending prospect right now that seemingly during his development still looks like he's the real deal.
0: Yeah, Spencer Knight's really good. Uh, he,
1: is, yeah. he is something special
0: but i mean when the time your nights up you got to deal with Bobrovsky, who yeah. literally sucks which ass.
1: is a weird thing because chris drager right now is almost unequivocally the starter in florida now yeah because he's dude this is how this is how bad it is for bob florida florida's game against dallas today is delayed or is postponed to tomorrow tomorrow they already announced that chris drager starting tomorrow right. Tomorrow, what is dude? Bob is in such trouble right now.
0: Yeah. Well, what the hell? What do you do now if you're Florida? I mean, you're yeah, not gonna... you
2: it on that contract.
0: Should have thought,
1: awesome. thought of that before you thought that a freaking ten million dollar goalie was worth a game. That's why you don't
0: overpay goalies, and you know
2: that's and... right.
1: That's right. I mean, Jesus, there was a time when Carey Price wasn't even earning his price tag, and right now he's finally getting back to that form, though. Yeah. Lucky. Sure. So, man, just weird, weird shit going on with Florida, with Nashville. But, but at the same time, if you're a Florida fan right now, not much to complain about in terms no. of the results. Your no. team is flying right now, they're,
2: they're, and I love
1: great. love seeing Q just succeed somewhere. Oh, it was
0: doing good. Even Ekblad's doing pretty decent. Pretty. Crazy. If I can win it's
1: it's a honestly, league, I'm a like a Panthers jersey.
2: <laughs> like Barkov, like. I think he's kind of not underrated anymore just because of how much people are finally talking about him. He used to be like the most underrated yeah. in the league.
1: Used to be one of them. Used to be one of them.
2: Now who's in the, kind of in that territory who – like I hear more about Barkov than him is uh, Jonathan Huberto. Huberto
1: oh, yeah. is a
2: fantastic player.
1: makes zero sense. Makes yeah. zero sense. Huberto is the – in my opinion is yeah. the main weapon of the offensive side whereas Barkoff is just kind of the – He's he he's the yeah. steady he's the steady hand.
0: Yeah, yeah, good two way guy. Well,
2: like,
1: yeah, he's Huberno's the been, steady
2: hand on both sides. huberto has been just he's been great throughout his whole career. Lights
1: he's out, he's lights great. out his entire career. Nothing but net for the last five years straight. Yeah, Huberto on- is actually
0: really underrated. I mean, the the thing with Barkov is when you keep just saying he's underrated for years and years, that whole thing wears off because it's like. He's not underrated anymore. How about uh? Is yeah. would you guys consider Radko Gudis underrated for getting like ten hits a game now?
1: Who Radko Gudis? Oh yeah, dude. I I was actually kind of pleasantly surprised with how much Radko Gudis has actually made a decent, uh, kind of like impression, like presence in that Florida defense. Yeah, I wouldn't uh, say he's he's. I I wouldn't call him like you know a linchpin, but man, he has been steady. He has been steady for that pretty, defense. Pretty
0: nuts. So, yeah. I, let's just go back to Nashville. Any more thoughts on Nashville and their struggles? I mean, we all saw this kind of coming.
1: Oh, dude, yeah, just, just sell them off while they got the value right now. You guys know you got to move on.
0: That's going to be weird. I mean, so, back home's gone. Probably for have- not
1: Granlin's gonna get traded I have to imagine Grandlin, if they Hala, I've heard um, get traded. you know who would actually be a very very interesting location for Hola to land just because it's a team that constantly gets uh, flack for not having any like uh, uh, not having the greatest center depth in the league you guys know where I'm going with this uh Vegas yeah
0: I, he, I played, he played You're for man. him in
1: the inaugural season. And Eric Hollis suited for that um, playing style.
0: Absolutely.
1: You don't think so, uh,
0: Chandler Stevenson's a first line center?
1: He's done. He's done good. I think he's actually done very well. He's actually
0: done pretty well, yeah. But he's not. Yeah, yeah he's he
1: disappears. I Think he was but, a he was a third line center with the Caps. Don't get me wrong. I'm not trying to suggest that Eric Hollis should be the number one C, but at least it gives I you am, an option.
2: I'm saying that. Make make I don't blame
1: contract. you. I don't blame you. You've seen him more than we have.
2: I, I have an Aircala jersey. I love the kid.
1: Of course you do. Damn, he's a beauty, and I love his speed. His speed is so effing good.
2: It's, it's absurd. Tremendous.
0: How about uh, Ryan Johansson? Nobody's taking him. He gets, hurt. Hurt. He
2: gets hurt a lot. That's he's one I, of nobody like, can take that contract. He, he's one of at least three guys that they're like, this is our top-line center, and then they're yeah. Goes
1: down. Kyle Laris, oh. is that Right? Wait, what? Is Philip Forsberg on the left wing right now? Is that what it is? He
2: yeah. went for a while, yeah.
1: So, do you want to get into the into the biggest rumor that we've been hearing oh, about yeah, Philip yeah, yeah. Forsberg, sure. real quickly? So, so the the template for the trade is Philip Forsberg for William Nylander. Where the hell is the logic in that exactly What am I missing
2: I think Forsberg kind of I mean with how Nashville's looking I think he wants out he's been playing in Nashville his whole NHL career basically true very true goes to die in Nashville as as Richard was saying in the group text like Forsberg could absolutely blow up going somewhere else like if he goes somewhere with like an offensive system I could see him doing like extremely well uh willie i don't know exactly why but they're saying i've been hearing willie wants that he's very not just open but he wants a change of scenery he wants to kind of get out and i was gonna
1: ask you guys about that what's that all about you think that it's just finally getting to him or
2: it's the pressure of the contract and everyone's calling him overpaid for years and then he actually was like they're one of their best players last year, and like
1: he scored thirty goals last year. What be, do you want yeah. from him?
2: Last year he was—I thought he was better than Marner, and Marner was making so. Yes, much.
1: Yeah. yes, he was. He absolutely was.
2: So I don't—I don't know what's going on there. I mean, I—I I, I couldn't tell you uh, why Willie seems like he's unhappy, but that's what I'm hearing. Um,
1: it's so and, weird. It's just so weird how that story is evolving. <laughs>
0: So, if you're Poyle, you'd have to think that Forsberg um, – so, let's just, you know, play it through. So, Forsberg goes to Toronto, probably lights it the fuck up. Yeah. yeah. And Willie, yeah. who has problems, like, being consistent as of the season and, like, effort level, probably goes to Nashville and does, like, nothing. Yeah. yeah. So, would, would, you, would you think that – would the package be, like – Willie and plus for forsberg because it's like you have to think forsberg's their main piece on Nashville. you want at least a good package maybe even like a three team deal going on here
1: i mean you can certainly try and pull that but i don't see that working simply because like Willie's still willy like uh wild tim said it best he's electric he yeah. has so much skill and quality and he's young yeah okay still- so
0: think think of like a car tire okay so the car tire is perfect on, you know, a Toronto. So then you, you put the car tire on a, on a Nashville Predators car, and then you puncture a hole in it. And that basically slowly deflates. And nothing – you don't get scoring in Nashville. It's a defensively focused team. Okay. I, got, a I, got a
2: little, I got a little idea. Spitballing, this is not something I've heard. This is not something I've seen anywhere. Uh, it just kind of hit me, and uh, I think it makes a little bit of sense. A name that I've been hearing uh supposedly traded from Toronto all season, maybe even since last season, is is Curfa. So what yeah. what if we do a Kerfoot oh. Neander for uh Kerfoot Neander plus for maybe Forsberg and call?
0: Oh it might be yeah, it'd probably be have to be like a Robertson and like um You'd probably think a young defenseman. I don't know if Lilligren is is Lilligren even good. Like, I don't know.
2: I I don't know. I I couldn't tell you.
1: And he is leaving him in the dust, honestly. Yeah.
0: Listen, guys, we're probably going to see some trades happen soon because if players have to go through quarantine, I think deadlines, what, April 12th or something?
1: I mean, unless you want to do what Cedric Paquette did. But that, by the way, if nobody ever heard, if nobody heard about this, did you guys hear what Cedric Paquette did when he got traded from from Ottawa to the Uh, Hurricanes. No. Mm -mm. What a fucking boss this guy is. I got so much respect for Paquette. So the way the story goes, Ottawa was playing Toronto. I I did hear this Immediately after the game, the second he got traded, he rented a car and drove all 15 hours to Carolina himself. So he didn't have to go on a commercial flight and do two quarantine. He literally got traded and he played for the team three days later. 15
0: hours? Oh, my God.
1: What What a chance. At yeah. least get like a couple buddies
0: to come with you, you know, split those out. I know he did it all by himself.
1: Wow,
0: that's, that's nuts, champion. I mean, he was trying to get the the heck out of there, so,
1: <laughs> which is unfortunate because yeah, I still, I mean, Ottawa is still is basically what Ottawa is, but I think it's still fair to say they're well on the up and up considering yeah. what's gonna be happening in the next two, next like one year or two.
0: Yeah, so uh, actually, my point from earlier uh, about nicknames uh, Tim Stutzel, what's his nickname? Jimmy? Oh,
2: I don't know. I Have heard you it. heard it? Uh, yeah. That sounds pretty
0: funny. Brady calls him Jimmy. <laughs> they live together or something. So, yeah, that was my uh, my point from earlier. But uh, so, yeah, I mean, <laughs> for Nashville, I expect that Poyle's probably looking for a whole rebuild. Around Yossi and Ellis, uh, is that fair to say?
2: Yeah,
1: I I would say that's a very fair way of putting it. Okay, how much I how much I, I think that that's a good idea. I I don't think that they I look I don't think that Nashville has anything in terms of like an actual like backbone to build themselves off of right now. They really don't. No, everybody's everybody's already played themselves out of a window and. You know that's just the way it goes. And
0: uh, UC Saros is n- way over. You know he's just not uh, a
1: starter. He's not the answer. If, he, no. if he's your if he's your answer in Nashville, Nashville, you're asking the wrong question. Yeah, I mean, yeah.
0: yeah. Um, he's not. I mean, and plus you have like two drastic goalie so It Wasn't he five nine? And then uh, Pecorino is like six five,
1: six six. Yeah. Like oh, and weird. for the love of God, fire that freaking guy, that freaking coach. What's why? his name? Is John uh, still there? No, it's Heinz, right? Yeah, yeah, Heinz. Yeah, yeah. Get that uh, guy
2: over there.
0: Why? Because he looks still. like Lex Luthor or something. What
1: well That's no, because guy. you couldn't do it in, in, in New Jersey. So why yeah. the hell do you think you would do it in friggin' Nashville?
0: <sighs> sure
2: you, you gotta believe.
0: Yeah, you gotta believe. Um, so are we ready to move on from Nashville? I think we are. Okay. Next topic I have is uh, a little bit around the ducks. Uh, Adam Henrique was put on waivers.
2: Ooh. Not not a good one.
0: He's uh do, does anyone know his uh how much he's making right now? Because it's definitely not movable.
1: Right? Five, five like five and five and a quarter or something. For like like, like that, four maybe.
0: more years, right?
1: Yeah, something like that. Let me look this up here. So um, basically do, 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 I'll just do.
0: say Adam Henrique is probably a pretty okay second line center, probably more third line center. Adam Henrique
1: is five point eight two five million dollars for another four years.
0: Yeah, that's that's something that, that you're not gonna.
1: Funny. So what do you do with
0: that? I mean, you're you're in charge of this. You can't trade that away without taking back a bad contract. Mm-hmm. So did you just send him down to the goals, or you just keep trying to play him up? I don't
1: know. I think. I, I mean, look, this is the this is the worst news about the Ducks. Everything else right now, I think, is a little bit more better news. But I think at the end of the day, the Ducks have to realize what they have coming up and what's coming down the pipe. And in Adam Henrique's case, I mean, I don't know what his buyout looks like. I'm going to look up on, on the calculator what his buyout looks like right now. Because, look, they can... I, I know they are a, a cap strap team this. Okay. So you know what? You can buy him out. So at the end of this year, if they buy out Adam Henrique, which very well could happen, I didn't realize it was this actually, I didn't actually think it was this uh, decent of a buyout hit. Um, all his hit would be for six years. Now, granted it's six years. Okay. But he was on 5.825 for another four years. If they buy him out at the end of this year for his remaining three years, it'll be $1.941 million for six years. That is a sub-$2 million cap hit for six years on a guy who was making nearly six. That's not bad.
0: That doesn't kill you, but it's not It's not, not great, yeah. The, I mean, you could probably move it the final three years of it or something if you really you want. You
1: probably to. could, but again, what do you have to give up to do it?
0: you got to give up something nice.
1: Ooh, baby, yes, you now,
2: do. Uh, two things. Is Adam Henry going to be a fu- uh, future either New Jersey – oh, go back to New Jersey because they have cap. Or does uh, – on the same thing, is he the next Ottawa senator? <laughs> uh, uh, also, is he on his way out because maybe they like what they see with Trevor Zegras?
0: That was my next point. Oh uh, yeah, Trevor's Trevor's Z-Grad. Z-Grad debut.
1: What a beauty!
2: Yeah, he's
0: he uh, is, I
1: Can't wait. I can't wait for this future Hall of Famer to just run rough shot all that's, over the That's
0: end. that's a little early. Future oh, Hall of Famer. That's a little early. He's got all the
1: tools for it. I'm telling you. I can imagine people be,
0: saying that about Sam Bennett be a of, years ago. You know,
1: <laughs> he's um, a freaking outcast. He's yeah, a playmaker.
0: So, actually, the guys. Uh, I was looking at the AHL. If you look at AHL, like. Leading scores and points and stuff like that. Most of them are guys from like WHL or first year AHL players. It's kind of nuts.
1: So, well, not only Trevor Zegra. You guys see how good Jamie Drysdale is doing? He's averaging a point a game as a defenseman in the AHL.
2: Now, did, did you guys see that geeky in two games for the Wolves had four goals? Yeah,
0: <laughs> Morgan geeky.
2: More, yeah, geeky got yeah, Two geeky. goals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so, in two games of the Wolves. He had two goals in each game. Nice. 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 Uh, The Chicago Wolves also still undefeated, 7-0-0.
0: Yeah, they're really good. Wow. We we kind of – imagine if they
2: did have Galchenyuk. Oh, my God.
1: That would be be a bit of a mess.
2: If you you don't have AHL TV, go get it. Uh, And if you do have it, go watch the Chicago Wolves.
0: Yeah, I agree. And also, uh, if you don't have it, uh, I think on Twitter or Facebook, um, you could watch. They have, like, a free game a week, and most of the time they play, like, Wolves games.
2: Actually, so the Wolves also – the Wolves live stream uh, every home game on their Facebook.
0: Yeah, so go check it out if you're uh, trying to just, you know, fill the time or watch some Wolves hockey. Uh, But back to the Ducks. So, Adam Henrique, that could be a problem down the line. Maybe he's the in a package. Or something. Him,
1: the biggest plus for him is the fact that his cap, his buyout is a little bit lower. Mm.
2: Sorry to uh, interrupt. Uh, I just got a little something. Did you guys see the Saturday game? Uh, what the score was for the Saturday game of the Chicago Wolves versus the Iowa Wild?
0: No. Is, a, is it a lot to a little, or was it?
2: Uh, maybe. Thank God.
0: Right. Um. All right, so bringing up a score for a game. You say eight to one. Uh, nine to. It was ten to
1: one. Oh my god! sauce. Oh my lord! So
2: they they took the Iowa Wild. Uh, they took them out to a nice steak dinner, filled them up with beans, and they took them to the bathroom and just beat the shit out of <laughs> them. Beat,
0: the, beat the living <laughs> crap out of them. Jeez. I mean, come on, who's get who's getting that uh, tenth goal there? Like your beloved Iowa there? Wild.
2: I know that. Hey, hey it's the Wolves doing it to him though.
0: So yeah. Yeah. Cool. All you got to do is smile after that. I mean, it's better than Fair. another team. Um, so uh, a couple other things also uh, before I move on to the next thing uh, with the Sabres, do you think like a guy like uh, Eric Stahl would be a pretty penny at the deadline? He's got a year left. Uh, probably good. Maybe uh, second line center.
2: Uh, a big, 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 yes. Yeah. <clears throat> Absolutely.
1: I agree. I mean, if team like Buffalo, the Wild you have pizza. Yeah, like Eric Stall right? Oh, wait. What? Never mind. <laughs> I was saying, team like the Wild could really use a guy like Eric Stahl, right?
2: Don't oh, right in my face. Oh, chirp. In my <laughs> uh Actually, though, the last, last year at the deadline, uh, Eric Stahl was supposed to go to Boston for, like, at least a first. I think it was more than Yeah, it was, I think it was a first in Corraling.
1: Was that, was that who kept that from happening? Uh, no, no it was actually,
2: it was actually it, no, it was uh, Billy made the deal. Eric Stahl, uh, refused to waive his no trade. He wanted to stay in Minnesota.
1: I see, I see.
2: But Buffalo was not on his no trade. How was Boston on his no trade list and not Buffalo? I
0: don't know. Some of these guys are nuts. I mean, going to Buffalo, you're nuts. Taylor Hall getting. They're shining his shoes for him. They're talking about it. They're like, hey, you're, you're going to look real good with
1: Eichel. And, uh- hey, look, you know what? Look at it this way. I, I, I say this all the time, and I know I'm a fan of the original six team in our group of three teams right now. I sometimes don't understand how people always want to come to Chicago. I really don't. I mean, it's a pretty pretty big city. Okay, it's a big city, but you're trying to tell me that it's that much better than Boston?
2: Like, uh-huh. is it really
1: that much better than Boston?
2: I would rather
1: live in Chicago than Boston, but I've yeah, me too. I mean, it's not yeah, like it's not you like, know, like uh, we yeah. Have a a a jaded opinion, maybe because we're from here, but sure. I mean, look. It, as I look at around at all the teams in the NHL right now, the one team that I that I don't think there's a single player that would ever say no to this team. What's the what do you guys think the one team? Anybody in the NHL wants to go to, and if it's Chicago, say Chicago. If it's someone else, say someone else. What I are you can guys? think of two. I could I can think of two. Uh,
2: right, who's your two? Oh, I actually? Who's I also have two. Uh, I'm going to say Vegas for one. I think Richard has the other one. Tampa Bay. Oh no, I didn't have that. Hmm. I was going to say Vegas or Nashville.
0: Nashville's a good one. I, I just think hmm. it all depends at the moment because Nashville right now they're like help, and then Tampa's like yeah. we drive our jet skis to work. That's true. But Vegas would was my first one too.
1: That's the one I always think of. That's the one team that, in terms of just fandom, the atmosphere, just the the living for the family, um, everything makes sense out there. Well, you see, know, and it's isolated, so you don't feel like you're too so in the thick things. Th- this
2: was before Vegas came out or came into the league, but they I remember they actually took a poll around the NHL uh, like. Where you would most like to play in Nashville won by like a landslide before they yeah. in the league.
0: That is true. Yeah, Nashville probably. No, would I mean, be the
1: no, that was back in a time when they were still a firm contender. They were just yeah. coming off. They were just coming off that Cup final run. Yeah. Um. I wonder if that's changed since Nashville's going downhill. I. I'd imagine they I'd probably imagine. dropped to like four or five. Maybe it's just me, but I don't like. Even I don't see the the appeal of Nashville sometimes. Besides Nashville's it being dope,
0: t- dude, Nashville's awesome. I mean, I mean being. A, Bridgestone being a Arena boy. is legit next
1: to the whole strip. It's on. Yeah, strip. Well, I know, I know, but I, I don't know. Maybe, <laughs> well, like, friggin' friggin' uh, Scott uh Enterprise Center in St. Louis is right down the road from the uh, from um, like downtown St. Louis. In that. Yeah. Have wall. you been downtown St. Louis? Yeah, it's, it's, not a,
2: cool. it's, it's not. It's not a. It's about two blocks of downtown
1: no it's a goat it's a freaking ghost town that's literally what it is it it just sucks. take it just take a newspaper crumple it up and just
0: throw it in the street and just watch it like blow away in the wind that's
2: I remember actually me and my sister uh, and my mom were driving to Arkansas uh, my family there and uh, my mom was asleep in the back seat. sisters driving we make a wrong get off at uh, an exit on accident we're supposed to stay on the highway accidentally get off. We're in like the heart of downtown St. Louis. Huge buildings all around us. It's like noon, lunchtime. Should be bustling. I'm not kidding. We didn't see not one person, person here. Not one. Not, not one person. <laughs> it's
0: like the, It's like I am Legend, the movie, or something. You know. It's it's
2: like... It was. It was scary. I honestly <laughs> kind of felt like is something about to happen. Like, am I supposed to be hiding from like the herd or something? Like, what's what is?
1: So that's yeah. one of those teams. I always think of I. I always wonder, like especially in the case of like Mike Hoffman and Tori Krug, how the hell could you want to go there?
0: Uh, I think I think they know that they're a team that won the Stanley Cup recently, and they have. And if yeah, that's the exact reason, okay, that you know, makes also, sense. Also,
2: also, actually, though, um, we out, we go to Arkansas at least once a year. We always try to stop. Uh, at this uh, one, it's not Panera, it's called St. Louis Co. there. It is Panera, but they call it St. Louis Breadcote. Um, but it's in this town, little town called Eureka, Missouri. About 20 minutes outside of downtown St. Louis. Gorgeous. And like, yeah. literally, from, from what I've heard, pretty much every single player on the Blues lives in like those suburbs. And it's like, just beautiful, like rocky, like mountains and forest all around you. Like it is really, really. Yeah, it's like,
1: isn't it? Like right where the Ozarks are about to start, yeah, it, basically.
2: Yeah, yeah. So it's like, okay. like twenty minutes outside of St. Louis, which is not a bad drive at all. Is like yeah. Yeah, absolutely gorgeous. So yeah. like, I, I honestly, I would not mind playing in St. Louis at all. Like, so.
1: okay,
0: okay. Uh, but yeah, I mean, there's a. Uh, I mean, it all depends. Or how much people are getting paid and the team status at the time. Yeah. I mean, uh, look,
1: I I, like, I know we got this from uh, Eric Stahl, not wanting to go to Boston, but I mean, like it does raise like questions. Like I would love to know what the priority for players is when they move from location to location. Cause I'll be honest with you, given the last three years, the Hawks, I don't know what the fuck people are coming to Chicago for. I really don't. I really, really don't. Uh,
0: They're coming to Chicago for playing time and for a big city.
1: Well, shit, go to fucking New York then. Jesus Christ. And I think uh, during- a L.A.
2: Those...
1: For, uh, L.A. Go to L.A. or San Jose. Holy shit, is it nice out there. They call it Man Jose over there. There's only a there, bunch of guys.
2: Yeah, there, there's like, for every one female, there's 10 males.
1: <laughs> hey, but Jose. you know what? You get to live in San Francisco, though. I mean, yeah. Jesus Christ. I mean, yeah. And then get,
2: then get sure. stuck in traffic for three hours on the way to the
1: and if you're a guy not oh, making
2: millions and millions, you're going to struggle. It? Take the train. I, yeah. In Chicago, you can take the train. No traffic. Terrible. Oh, I mean. don't. I don't want to hear a word out of oh. your mouth knocking the train. I'm a train man.
1: I'm not going to say anything bad about the trains. I'm not saying bad anything bad about no, the train. No,
2: no. Do do the CTA trains smell like urine? Yes, they do. Yeah. They do. Yeah. Yes, they do you do. see
0: people drink pops on the train?
2: Sure. Are, people play, throw smoke, dice smoke, around? Yeah. are they gonna smoke cigarettes and add <laughs> the cigarette on you? Yeah.
1: Do you see a rat? You might see a rat or two. If people come to Chicago purely based on the fact that it's a big city, yeah. I'm just saying, like, I don't I, I don't get it sometimes. I really do think like Tampa's one I did definitely get. That one's a good one. Um San Jose in, in LA, I get those ones. Anaheim, you know, meh, nah, a little bit. Vegas, one thousand percent is the best one out of all of them. And it's not even close. Yeah, for sure. Eastern New York City and Boston. Come on. Come on. What's wrong with those two places? Yeah, I mean, they're
0: not, they're not they're not bad, but I i mean for Eric Stahl, maybe there there has to be a reason why he said okay to Buffalo, and who knows if
1: it's yeah, you go to college. Or did he or was he in uh,
2: wait what, what player are we talking about? Eric uh, Ericstall Eric didn't go to college. He he played juniors. Yeah. So yeah, who he played, played for Sudbury?
1: Sudsbury played for the Wolves, okay. Um
0: Suds. I don't know. I there's a um, reason. There's a reason. Who knows? Um,
1: it's a good one
0: for me. maybe he just thought his opportunity would be uh, better as a center with the
1: Sabres because
0: uh, Boston has uh, Bergeron and uh, Krejci and like Coil and stuff like that. So, I
1: mean, the, the biggest thing I get for Buffalo's behalf is that they have that rabid fan base still. Sure. Fans aren't going anywhere. They,
0: in
2: they Buffalo. Jump through tables.
0: Yeah. yeah. I mean, they only have the Sabres only have three things uh, <laughs> Bills, or not Sabres, Buffalo only has three things Bills, uh, Sabres, and then uh, Buffalo chicken wings.
1: There you go. And beer.
2: They
0: got big. And tables. and As long as
1: you got those last two things, you can have fun with the other two. And winter.
0: Um, but, yeah, so I'm trying to think of – Oh, uh, I have a couple other things to add on. Awesome. Uh,
1: Sorry, uh, if Buffalo
2: can have an NHL team, why the fuck doesn't Wisconsin have an NHL team? It's like the same. Yeah,
0: There's. I, I guess there's some agreement with the Blackhawks where they say you can't have a team like 100 miles or so away or something like that. That is a
1: great question, though. I would love to know the answer to that.
0: Yeah, I agree. Uh, maybe someday that'd be cool. Um, another in other news, Carl Gunstrom, Gunnarsson. My bad. Uh, on oh, St. L- on St. Louis is out the rest of the season with a knee injury.
1: Oh no! It happened That's- last night. Yep. So that left side's gonna be all uh uh Vince Dunn, uh Marco Scandella, and who who's the other one that you basically throw in there? Krug. did he play left side? Oh, Krug. Excuse me. More- yeah. What wow. I? How about that one? Oh.
2: I also hear uh, because Luke Shen is on waivers and they just lost Gunnarsson uh, in Braden, plays in St. Louis. Luke Shen, I hear they're That's interesting.
1: Hey, there's an idea. Yeah, they should do that.
0: Um, great idea. news uh, ECHL's Brampton Beast have seized operations, so they are no longer a team. Oh, I hate hearing about that kind of shit. Yeah, the Brampton Beast and the ECHL. Also, uh, if we're, you know, talking about AHL, I think ECHL teams actually uh, have some games that they'll play on, like, Twitter and stuff like that. So, check some of those out. Uh, It's it's not that great of hockey, but, I mean, it's still something to do. Um, I'm trying to think what else, really, to talk about. I kind of have nothing else. If you guys want to add anything you could think of. Um,
2: scored a goal last night. True. Oh, Cappers off? Water's wet. Water's wet. That's That's great.
1: He had a goal and assist last night. He was a he he was stellar throughout, like he always is right now. Um He's I was gonna,
0: Victor Rask looks pretty good. For, uh,
2: yeah.
1: you, one you thing about the uh, the outdoor game, by the way, um for, for uh for the Colorado Avalanche, Devin Tays and uh, Sam Gerard, beautiful, I beautiful. beautiful, absolutely I love Devon. Great. It's not Devin. Um, it's Devon, bro. Devon but Devon Avalanche. game in the return game against the Golden Knights. Man, do I love me some Alex Tuck.
2: Yeah, Alex Tuck's awesome.
1: Now, Man, do Can, I
2: can you imagine Tuck. if if your team drafted a guy like that and developed him till he was NHL ready <sighs> and then you never got to see him play a game? That's
1: a night. It's a nightmare. I didn't mean to I didn't mean to bring that up. I'm sorry. No, no, it's, a, no it's
2: okay. It's okay. I do love Alex Tuck and I do love the Vegas. Vegas is my like second favorite team.
1: Yeah. Uh, Dude, but by the way, it hurts. L- Luke Tuck, his little brother who just got drafted by the Canadians. Holy shit, does he look good. Yeah, he's good. Holy shit, does he look good. He's killing it in college right now. With as a Robinson? freshman? Yes, he's doing phenomenally well. That's a good wow. team.
2: Is he like Alex
1: 2.0? Similar, He plays a little bit more of an offensively focused game. Yeah. In my but he still he, lays the body too. He has as big a frame as his brother, but I'd say he's slightly slower, but he'll probably grow into that. But he definitely is more offensively inclined. Yeah. Whereas Alex Tuck, actually, in my opinion, I think he does a pretty good job on the defensive side of the ball or he the, the up. I think so.
2: He's an absolute mutant in the playoffs. Yeah. So essentially,
1: he's going to be exactly what uh, the Canadians need going forward with their newfound identity of yeah. sorts.
0: Um, I'm trying to think. Oh, yeah, Devontae's is first uh, defenseman to have a game-winning goal in an outdoor game.
1: How about that? Good for him.
0: Wow. Yeah. Good I, for I him. That. That's pretty cool. Um, yeah. Absolutely. I'm trying to think what else. Oh, uh, Nathan McKinnon's wearing a tinted visor. What color tint? A black tint.
2: Oh, okay. That's, that's pretty dope. <laughs> yeah, not, not the pink tint.
1: Okay. Oh, by yeah, the no. way, Luke, Luke Tuck is going to uh, Boston University, not Boston. Ah. Uh, now I
2: was going to say, I was like, why did he go to a different school than his brother?
1: Yeah, so that, that I, I knew something sounded off about that, but Wisconsin's, that's...
0: Wisconsin's uh, Dylan Holloway, that's who I was...
1: Yes, talking. Dylan Holloway,
0: there you Cole go. Cole Caulfield. Yeah, Cole Caulfield and his uh, brother... Uh,
1: Dude, uh, can I just... I don't get, know, I don't know if you guys have checked this in a while, but have you guys seen his stat line from this year? Who? No. Or Cole Caulfield? No. Dude, this is just absolutely filthy so at the university of wisconsin in 24 current games again he is a 19 year old okay an undersized 19 year old mind you yeah. in 24 games as of current he has 19 goals and 18 assists for 37 points mm-hmm. in 24 games yeah, and that's, that guy's going to Montreal, too. Yes. Like, I I've
2: watched a couple of Wisconsin games on, like, NBC, because they play yeah. uh, like, just to watch Caulfield, and he is so much fun to watch.
1: Yeah, God, I'm awesome. looking at everything that Montreal has unsigned. I'm looking at their reserve list right now, and all the marquee names that are still on their unsigned list is just absurd. So they still got Cole Caulfield. They got Jan Misak that they got this year. Yeah. They have uh, Luke Tuck. They have uh, Jacob Olafson. They have, uh, what's the other one that I was just, uh, Charles Hudden and uh, Yoni uh, yeah. Aikman. Like these, these are names that I, I'm not saying all of these are going to pan out, but you see what they're, how they're excelling right now and what's still to come. This is nasty. Just nasty. Wow. I'm loving, I'm looking at the Indians are looking right now.
0: Yeah, it was a pretty quick turnaround, too, because uh, there was guys yeah. that had their jobs on the line. Fantastic. But, uh, anything else you guys could think of? I kind of got to use the little boys' room.
2: Uh, I, I, guess
1: think we're last... I think we are set right there.
2: Okay, I was going to say, just a, oh. one quick tidbit. Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just think of uh, – it feels like it was only, like, a year ago, but it also feels like 10 years ago when, like, Max Pacioretty and P.K. Subban were on the Canadians.
0: Yeah, running the oh, Canadian. Yeah,
2: yeah. yeah.
0: I know yeah, that's well, the that's, uh, that's the NHL. I mean, it's one of the quickest rebuilding sports. You can I
1: mean, part of one of the most notorious trades in NHL history.
0: Yeah. PK squared is all I gotta say. If you guys know what I mean, that's a little fantasy. Of course, you do. Um, anyways, you could find us on Twitter at stuff hockey. You could find us also at uh, sports buzzing on Twitter um we have a facebook page we have a blog site uh you can find us on youtube if you're listening to this on a podcast and if you're on youtube you can find us in podcast form anywhere you listen to podcasts thank you guys for joining uh the show today i mean you guys are on every week so i don't know why i said that but uh i gotta use the i gotta use the little boys room so kind of uh my leg's shaking here
1: all right let's get out of here let's get ourselves out of here
0: come all on right, we'll be back uh next week uh, i'll see you guys later